sit back All a little. Right. Yeah. All right, we're rolling. Yeah, the uh, the mic will move. What's up, guys? This is Pat, and this is Wickham, and we got our guest here, Mike, Michael Marcus, aka Judio Loco. Mike Mike is a really good friend of mine from AA, who is a writer. Actor, I wrote a book, Pat. Yeah, actually, Mike was on Mark Maron. Yeah, great just experience. About that. Pretty cool. My book is called Number One Son. But we have sorry, buy it you now. Just cut buy off it now on so Amazon. All right, I'm done with my plug. It's all you. <laughs> just check. I mean, we're experiencing check West. Just yeah, I came. This is a special occasion. I came really exclusively for this, but of course, I have to plug my book in the middle of it all. Oh, no, we'll talk about um, that a couple times. Yeah, because it's, there's a lot that has to do with everything that's going on in the world right now with generational situations that we all went through growing up. And I think that I think there's this attempt to be really hard and hardcore and everything. And, and, and the, the men I grew up with in my life were like real criminals, real mm-hmm. gangsters. Yeah. And they weren't blasting and broadcasting that. They're actually trying to be good dads. You right. know what I mean? And the only reason why I bring that up is because I think that there's been this kind of dumbing down in America in certain areas of our culture. And I kind of feel that way with hip hop and some punk rock and some other music that's happening where there's not a clear message of what is this really about? What is what is the greater good of this music? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and there doesn't always necessarily need to be that. There doesn't. Yeah, there right? doesn't. Because I, I know that's what Wickham's thinking. Turn no, up. No, no, no. I think you're right. Totally. Yeah. You're I, right. There doesn't, Pat, because we, we were all into music at one time in our lives or another. That was like hectic, chaotic, crazy, anarchy, whatever. But I think as we grow as a society, they're like, it's all good to have funky, fun, crazy shit. But when the message is guns, fucking Zanny bars, syrup, Opiates. I, I get concerned as a person who works in recovery because most of the young kids I work with really look up to these guys who, for to me, are basically figureheads for the pharmaceutical companies at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Dude, I was just talking to my manager, Joey, and he works at Madden with Good Charlotte, with Benji and Joel, and they, they, they manage like architects and a bunch of dope. He used to be my manager. He's, he's, he is my manager for wow. Hypercrush, but wow. Hypercrush is... um. I mean, I think Ridge officially has a more viral video with the Sheck West shit than I, I, I've never, I mean, even Hypercrush, I think we got a million views in a little bit over 24 hours, but we just cracked a million on this Sheck West fucking shit. I saw it. In <laughs> under 24 hours, which amazing. honestly exceeds all my fucking, it, it surpassed anything I could have ever hoped for it to do, but he said all the artists coming in are all fucking farmed out. They're all, every single one of them. That's really, see, that's very sad to me. They're all on. Do you really think, were you joking or do you think they're really like, there's something going on? (laughs) I'm not trying to be conspiratorial, but I can tell you this, that pharmaceutical companies probably love the fact that these dudes are pushing that shit on that level. This is all about money. Look at the Sackler family who invented OxyContin. They came in with a misleading opiate where they said there was a time release factor and it wasn't a time release factor. And that drug, that drug, single-handedly, that family, OxyContin has killed more, opiates have killed more people than all the cartels combined. Do you know that? Mm. (laughs) That the problem is here. A wall is not going to stop that from happening here. Whoa. 
So that family, the Sackler family, is now embroiled in about 15 different lawsuits throughout uh, the New, New England area because of so many people that have died. They weren't addicts, Pat. They were people that were in pain. They came out of the fucking hospital and they were given this shit and they got strung out. And then the DEA said, oh, we got to stop fucking giving this shit away. We got to stop doing this. So those people had to go to the street to get heroin because they were dope sick Mm. from a pharmaceutical drug that was supposed to be helping them. That's the problem we have now. Mm -hmm. That started in 2000. I used to sell. Go ahead. You you think there's a. There's like lobbyists that that kind of in, motivate doctors to overprescribe uh, opiates. Is that what you're saying? Oh, I know for a fact there is. And there's somebody here who used to work in a rehab that'll probably tell you the same thing. Who's sus? <laughs> no, it's fine. Well, we, no, uh-huh. sus too, actually, because he was the oh, guy Troy. he worked for. Oh, Troy. Well, let's talk about sus first. If it's okay, well, I'm going to anyway. You can edit it out. <laughs> he worked for a guy that wanted him to forge a prescription that was working uh, in a rehab or as a sober companion. What do you mean forge? Like he wanted sus to write his name and forge out a prescription so they could fill an opiate prescription for one of their clients. Wait, why do they need sus's signature? Because they need a fall guy. If somebody gets fucking arrested, Mm. they thought they were fucking with some jerk off apparently. And he wasn't going for it. That industry. Why? So like what's in, what's in it for them to, to give them that? Well, if you keep people strung out, you can keep them in the revolving door that is rehabs mm, or oh, you can keep, whoa. Yeah. you're going there with it. Oh yeah, I am. I am. I mean, this is stuff I was talking about long before John Oliver exposed it. This is stuff that I, Oh, he did happen. a deep dive in it. Oh, I, I love, so I, he fucking kills it. Though. Pat, you got to watch that. If you haven't seen that, that John Oliver, in fact, Troy was working up there. I guess well, he wasn't working there at the time. But when that happened, that all came down. I guess he had just left. And then that rehab went on. I guess it got big. Uh, you, you're talking about Cliffside. Yeah. And um, yeah, because it's not in their best interest to have people recover. Then no, there's money. no money in recovery. Yeah. There's Fall. a lot of money in keeping people strung out, though. Oh, man. That's what I'm saying. Of course, there's money in recovery. But there's more money in keeping people sick. By the way, I work at an amazing rehab. It's called Sea Change Recovery. Uh, hit us up, DM us if you know anybody that has problems. I've known the guy who's uh, for 20 years that owns it. He's an amazing dude. It's a great rehab. I've been there for four years doing groups. Just want to throw that plug in too. So we, we were, I was talking to High Snobiety earlier today, and then. Um, Fucking TMZ. TMZ called you? Well, they emailed me. <laughs> I love that they're getting involved with this. No, they. I woke this is up pretty high level. I no, guess I, at this. I point. woke up to emails from fucking all these different huge sites, and then wow. and then uh, what was the other one? The big one, that, M- Mashable. No, the first Uproxx. Up Uproxx. I don't know. Uproxx is pretty big deal. I never even heard of them, but they have almost a million fucking Instagram. I mean, their shit that. Oh, well, I don't know if it was that no, or Reddit. is a pretty big deal. I've seen them a lot on Facebook. Whatever. I don't know if it was Reddit, but I was explaining to them. It like, was Reddit because I read that. And Reddit's, yeah, go ahead. That's why. That's where people are getting this from. But uh-huh. the, the, it, hitting the front page of, I think, we were, are we, were we number one on Reddit? We were number four, I think. Oh, really? That's a that's big deal. Fucking, number one, number one. That love, basic, by the way, I love Reddit. That I'm basically not. means that today we took over the internet. Pretty much. It's pretty hard to do. 
Oh, to get the penetration and exposure exposure that you got within 24 hours, people die for it's that. It's really crazy. Yeah. You you yeah, got in there. You hacked in. But so I was explaining to them like the whole story and like how he hit us up on Instagram and like he was disrespectful and he fucking they came here with their paintball guns and they were spray painting in my backyard and shooting pellets off in the fucking backyard and and then they left a bunch of trash in the front yard. They left their Casio keyboard here. I think he got a bunch of like Malibu kids off Instagram to show up and like act like they were like his gangster like friends. What up, Susie? Susie crushes it on in the podcast game too. She huh? also has a podcast. Oh, does she? Yep. Great. Lots do you wanna, talk do you wanna, louder. Do you want to so plug? Hear you. Here, here. Take Tell this us mic. what Take it is. Hurry up. It's called Total Babble Podcast. We talk about everything that you don't usually talk about with your friends because you're too embarrassed. It's pretty cool, actually. That's nice. really cool. We talk about religion. We talk about politics. We talk about. Occasionally why I hate my husband and sometimes why I hate other women. Good. That's and, cool. Uh, did, we did, talk about life. Did you hear about what happened with Shrek West in us today? Shrek, you mean? <laughs> that fool who doesn't know how to pay people who do a really kick-ass fucking job for him? <laughs> yeah, he's a joke. Yeah. Thanks. So, so I was wow. explaining. You never know what you're going to get at the Ridge House here. We got Salty. We got Oz working on the Instagram here on the iMac. We got Pete Dip fucking in. pig dog motherfucker pig about dog. to leave. We got Nate over there. Pig we got um, Veronica with Sean and um, his new friend and um, Victor, I think. Pig dog is in German is Schweinhund. Did you know that? No. That's what so, they, that's what they called the Jew. No, my grandmother was German Jewish who barely mm. made it out of fucking Nazi Germany. Thank well, God. Uh, or I wouldn't be sitting here with y'all. Wow. So I was explaining to them, you know, what happened and how he was kind of a dick and, and, and this and that. And, um, can, can, can you, just yeah, I mean, if you're going to come to somebody's Shack house, shows up or whatever on Sheck West, if, if you're going to come to somebody's house and they're doing you a pretty massive favor, you know, have a sense of decorum. I mean, dude, <laughs> I mean, he didn't even say thank you. Nothing. I mean, if I was in his situation, which I have been. By the way, yeah, you have actually. I've had multiple music videos made. I'm the whole time thinking, dude, this is so dope. Yeah, thank you're you guys. appreciative. Yeah, thank you guys so much. And but but really, the thing, the reason that, that I want, the thing I wanted to really talk to you about um, was because as I was explaining to the high snob, I was explaining to them like, you know, we I grew up listening to, you know, I don't know, I, I we've had this conversation before many times, but like you too know, many times. <laughs> what i don't know man oh like, the different generations of music yeah my yeah but like okay. my it's life a, no, no, it's like a great conversation though. it's a it's great a conversation have, sure. it's just like you know tribe and wu-tang and um krs1 you, and i just thought of like the shit d i, yeah. I thought yeah. of the shit he listens to today yeah. still on his instagram story and they're like you know i mean fuck the police even just that right, right. Whoop, whoop. it's oh, the sound yeah. of the police in the verses he's talking about like Police brutality. Police like, brutality, right, He's like right. spitting all kinds of shit. Right. I mean, Nate knows. Well, just oh, real yeah. quick, you could just spit. What is KRS? Well, first of all, the just point is, is that Sheck's got nothing to say about anything. No. He's not fucking woke on any fucking subject. And neither is right. Lil Pump. Neither is Smoke Perp. Neither is any of these fucking... These fucking... 
But you said something pictures. earlier that was interesting too, and it's okay to have an entertainment factor to this because, of course, you want to definitely cater to a demographic that loves that kind of who gives a fuck, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, if there's ultimately not some sort of a kind of grounded message, what do you stand for? What is this about, really? Yeah, he stands I, for I agree. And I feel like, I've, I mean, I've listened to a lot of it, and um, I mean, I've been so, I feel like I burnt out a little bit on the culture. And uh, I was telling my friend about it. He's like, man, you're too young to be just this, this jaded. Like, but I am a little I, bit I jaded because so. I went in, I went in, dude. I mean, I've been in it for like so long. I mean, I went to the first odd future carnival and like, See, and I, I mean, love that shit, it started, man. it started when I like started to like, think about like, I, I, I watched these videos of um, Nardwar and him giving all these like really obscure records like Drake and Travis Scott. I'm like, whoa, these guys like really deep dive, yeah. deep, deep dive into music. I kind of want to see what that's about. I don't want to like live on the surface, you know? Right. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I love like Bob Dylan. Like I, I own Bob Dylan records and Rolling Stones and the Beatles and stuff like that. But I've never gone to, into like Steely Dan territory, which like, we've talked about here. And um, so I told, I asked Pat to just send me like just three albums of anything and I'll listen to them. Right. Right. And I was listening to OK Computer by Radiohead and I'm like, Brilliant this album. is unbelievable. Brilliant. There's yes. like, there's like depth. There's like emotion and there's like a message, yeah. you know? And I was like, man, it really sucks that there's nobody in the rap game. That's like the only person I can think of is J Cole, but it's still not there. Yeah. And it was kind of sad and it kind of made me, a little jaded on the whole. How rap do you like? What about like Earl Sweatshirt or anything like that? Yeah, it's kind of emo <laughs> rap that I'm kind of liking some of this stuff. Oh, I'm, I'm the I'm actually going to an emo trap night like two weeks from now where they're playing all XXX Temptation, Suicide see, Boys. See, I fuck with that. I'm that open to that, great. dude. I'm because, so open to that. But there is a message there. It's yeah, like, that's I want to die. I'm depressed. I'm sad. Like whatever. Yeah, like, that's dope. That's deep. I'm, I'm you know? into emo shit because at least you're expressing your fucking feelings. Yeah. And you might be helping others that are suicidal or on drugs or whatever. So I'm down with that. I'm not some old curmudgeonly motherfucker that doesn't appreciate music. I'm just saying that there has to be, it has to be grounded in something that has, that's a little bit for the greater good. You Am know I what? Yeah, yeah, no, no, you know what? It doesn't even have to be anything. It's just that I'm grounded and I have depth. And if you don't, I don't not fucking with there you. There you go. Thank like, you. I, you're right. It doesn't have to be like, around. Like when, and it's shit. fucking crazy because when I met Sheck, I thought to myself, fuck, like, this is, this is what we get. <laughs> A dude that's complaining about me closing the door on his foot and not saying thank you and, 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 and painting paintball guns and just acting like. I don't think he was raised that way either. He's just, no, but, I, like, I here's like... the, but here's the thing. Let me, let me just finish. Like, he's a basketball player and he's. Like, just talk about what's real for you. Yeah. Don't talk about, I got hoes calling, I'm a drug dealer, I'm getting money. Yeah. I mean, don't talk about that shit if that's so not shallow. what you're... If, but, I mean, if, like... But but when I listen to fucking, like, um, well, like, Game or, like, um, I just recently... Problems or fucking Nipsey Hustle. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. shit, this dude's a for real Oh, those crip. guys are real, real. They're real crips yeah. and gangsters. You can tell who's And real. I like... I actually really like listening to that shit because I'm like, damn, like, these motherfuckers are real and they're so... They're not studio. They grew up in that shit. So it's like, there is a thing for that that yeah. I fucking... And I, sometimes I'll just listen to that gangster ass shit. This fool Nipsey Hustle has a song it's called... such a badass. This, this fool Nipsey Hustle has a song called... Um, um, uh... 
I haven't heard it. Is it oh, super recent? Fuck. No, no, I've heard him. I haven't heard that one. It's though. so fucking good. It's uh... but I love that shit. I love Jurassic Five. There's all this really good hip hop that's come out in the last twenty years that I really believe has been run over. Oh, last time I checked, like last time I checked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Last time okay. I checked, I was selling zones in the set. There's no no sweat on my or first get the money they respect like this guy that's to me that is patented South Central hip hop that you can't replicate unless you've been in that right and if somebody tries to fake it around him you know he's gonna smack you right in your face for reals and I actually would never do. What we did today to him, but you want to know why? <laughs> but you want to know what? Yet, but you he, know. he wouldn't do what Sheck did to me because no, yeah. he knows nope, what's up. And that's he right. respects work and grind. That's right. And when you fucking go out, it's like the most gangster fools I've ever met in my life. And I've known some real gangsters like yes. Oz, Steve's friend, um, uh, uh, Chia Bear, fucking, um, what's his name? He was in the booth, um, you know. Just whatever, real. I mean, even just fuck, even Blueface. Yeah, he's a crit. We were just fucking working with him at the Face House, and dude was like super, like nice. How cool was that guy, Blueface? I, he, I was vibing. Like super nice, but actually, I think Blueface was like the last straw in modern hip hop for me. Like when I when I because he's like he's like coming up and he's like huge, but right. when I heard his music, but he's blue, blue face. He's, like, he's a crip. He's a crip. Right. And his he's manager's like, the games manager. Wow. And his manager is like We we worked with him and he's a really nice guy, but his music is so bad. No 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 but the I beats wanted, are kind of dope. The though. beats are whack. He's whack and everything about him is just trash. Yeah, he's saying the opposite of what Pat's saying. And it's you guys like, are, there's definitely a division right here about it's that. just like he, he single handedly like made me lose faith in modern hip hop. Really? I swear to God. What about Vince? Because Staples? he's so big and I don't fucking understand why. And it's just bad music. He's not even rapping on the beat. He's fitting too many words into one bar and he's not rapping about anything. And I'm so like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I feel And you. it's like, dude, like how, like he's just going to fade away. Where's this, this beats hard to watch. This is like that crip, wow, that West Coast crip shit. That's old school. That's 90s beats right yeah, there. Yeah, hold up, hold up. It sounds like you came out like 25 years too late. <laughs> but the problem is that he can't rap. On right. beat. Do you notice like every every interview beat? he does? They're like, "So you can't rap? What's up with that?" He's like, "I'm I'm trying. I don't know." No, he says, "Um, I said you're kind of off." I said it to his face. Wow. And he's like, "Yeah, that's right, dog. Like, cause we're off." He's like, "That's that's what's up. We're <laughs> yeah, off." I, like, and I kind of was like, "Oh, that's dope." He's like, "Cool with that." Like, yeah. He's off. He's not defensive. I was like, "Cause we're off," meaning like we're not normal. Right. Right. So I was kind of cool with that. It's kind of a different take, I gotta say. Look, that's my point, what his whole deal My is. main point here is that if you're, if you're the real deal, then you're the real deal, and you're not trying to front and try to be something. I'm that just you're not. I'm no, just waiting and, for like the next genre to take its place. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Like it was rock is. and roll, right? And it was hip hop. What is what's next? Is it no, like no, no, EDM? No, no. Or? Sorry, just just to kind of, just to kind of make that point. 
be a nice person. No, I want you to make that point. Yeah, I, I don't want to run over that either. No, but what I meant is if you're the real deal, you recognize the truth. Yeah. Which is that being a nice person is actually doper That's and harder right. than anything else. And if you're an asshole and you're a dick, you're like you're just stuck. You you're not chip gonna on last your shoulder. You're being driven by fear that's and like right. this weird thing. And right. I felt that from him. And that's what I was talking about to them about how I miss like having like idols and heroes and musicians I can look to who are the real dude. fucking deal. Agreed. And like we made fun of it because A, they didn't pay us, but like B, like I kind of don't really fuck with that whole thing right well they're fronting it's so obvious to me that they're fronting and if they weren't fronting you're right they would be they would come in with a different vibe and you would know they were from re- for real from the heart yeah and you don't have to be an ass look you could be as punk rock or as hip-hop as you want you don't have to be a fucking asshole we'll respect you more if you're not an asshole mm-hmm. yeah right i mean i get you yeah like why would you come into somebody's house you don't even know who are basically doing you a major favor. Not a motherfucking cent was spent on their from their camp, right? Nothing. You well, I mean, no, we, we agreed to do the thing for four grand. Right. Which but is an insane steal for it's two such days. Such a steal. But I mean, he didn't even really to be honest with you, I don't even think he knew that going into it, which right. almost makes it even more fucked up because he's so out of the loop with in reality. He's so detached from reality. Right. That in his mind, he thought we did it and like we were only going to get paid if it came out. Oh, yeah. No, that doesn't work that way. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't I mean, know. No, no, no. That, that actually came up a lot with a lot of freelancers. They're like, this is very common where they think that, oh, we didn't use the music video, so we don't have to pay you. Like it's, 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 and this it's is all very, on a handshake or, or just words. Is there a contract? Is there a deal memo? I don't know, but like? the palm, I mean, we spent, they, they spent a lot of money on that video. We spent a lot of money on that commercial for the palms and that never came out. Never came out. It and never they still paid out? you. Not really. Like not in the, not in the, we Why not? not in the bits, sense that you did it. We use bits and pieces of it, but Why like, not? dude, Nicki Minaj and fucking try and, and Jay Cole shot a whole bunch of shit at the palms that never came out. Wait, oh, why, wow. why didn't the commercial come out? Well, it just wasn't like fully on brand for them and whatever. Like, um, But they paid you. Oh, regardless. my God. Well, yeah. we spent so much. I mean, we're we, it's not you can't just like make shit for free. Of course not. Why would I spend a bunch of money? No, I know that to, 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 to do a video like we I had to. Yeah, but why them. would you even spend four thousand? If you really think about it, you never have to go through this again. No, but like if I choose to, that was different, which is kind of like what, like, like we were thinking like, okay, this dude's like popping. He's got, he's like on the come up. I actually fuck with that Mo Bamba song. It's kind of dope. Turn up, whatever. Like if he was nice, I'd have been like, I get it. Like you're just like doing your thing. Like it's all good. Like whatever. Let's make some cool art. But the combination of him being a dick and not paying us and then I got to like thinking and it was like, okay, this is, let's just, I want to put this out cause I'm proud of it. The funny thing is, is you probably would have expanded him even more than he would have expanded you had that come out because you'll always get work and I'm sure it'll up your brand. But when I think about the corporations you've already worked with, right? It's like you're, you really were doing him more of a favor than he was doing you. So the fact that that backfired worked in your favor more than it worked in his. Right. Because now you have a million 
you, you guys went viral within 24 hours. You didn't get paid, but you got paid in publicity that you couldn't have paid for. No, it's crazy. I actually am feeling a little bit of fear right now. Why? I'm just feeling a little bit scared and like... Oh shit, who's that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just, for the past 48 hours, I've been, it's been a lot. There's it's been a, it's lot. a lot of stuff I, to I, I digest people, at once. I don't think people realize what it feels like to have somebody like that. Both of them. That's a lot of um, powerful people probably pretty upset right now, <laughs> including yeah. Travis Scott. Yeah. Including, you know, some, I don't know. It's just, it's and just, these are all Vegas people. I'm, that have I'm, my biggest question is if Kanye West saw our video because so. he's part of the Kanye camp. Who is? Sheck. Oh, wow. I didn't he's know signed that. to good music, Kanye's label. Oh. And he's also signed to Travis Scott's label. Who's kind of no, like boy. this kid is like legitimate. He's on tour with Travis Scott right now. Wow, dude, and he's he opening had, up for Eminem. I, saw. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but he had the the biggest song of last year, the single biggest song. Wow. Every single club or every party I went to, that every time that song came on, the entire crowd went insane. Wow, it was memed. It was on everybody's stories. That's crazy marketing. It right was there. bigger than Sickle Mode times ten. Wow, man, That's really, hundred percent. Right, Oz. How many views on the uh, on the YouTube? Really, page? dude. Yeah, but it wasn't the biggest. Song. It was single handedly the defining song of 2017. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but you guys didn't even know who he was. Yeah, that's because he didn't. Re- yeah. So that song, when that song was buzzing, is when we is basically. No, you guys did it before it really started buzzing. Really yeah. interesting. So if he was a dick then. Imagine now. Oh, the ego's exploded. The ego is insane. Yeah, the ego's exploded at this point. Wow. That song like defined like our generation. It like, sucks so that he's going to become more of an asshole before he becomes a decent person, possibly. That's how that I, usually works with the ego. Until there's complete deflation or being leveled. Well, this was a real deflating moment. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think his whole... I think you're right about that, Pat. I think he released Hotel California as his first song. And then he released another album and it was Cricket. And like, he can't, he can't beat it. Like even on his Twitter, he's like, it's a shame that people don't know there's, I have better songs than Mo Bamba. It's like all he has. And he's kind of on and that downward spiral. That, that's and he's a... like, he's like clinging. He's like trying to like release more shit. Ooh, right, and he's right, like right. touring with Travis. But like... Like when, like I was with, I was at, I was with Oz and Sam on New Year's, and I remember we played. I'll be like, "What song should we play?" I was like, "Obama, it's the song of the year." And then afterwards, I was like, "Okay, I never want to hear that song again ever in my life because it's so overplayed. It's everywhere, you know what I mean?" And like, it's kind of, it's. I think it might be over for him. So how many hits? (laughs) How many? (laughs) How many hits has he had? One. That's it. Obama, but like. This was, this was bigger than a hit. Like, this was, That's all you need. It was... Right. Like, like, no, it's true. But it's still... It's like... Okay, here's the crazy thing about that song, you know too. That song? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what the crazy thing about that song is, right? Uh, the crazy thing about that song, too, is that he literally... I want off the plane. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the producer had That's the like the most him. ignorant... Vocal. It's literally the most like elementary ignorant right. genius, well, well, no, 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 no. genius, by the way. But like, it's like a fucking monkey 
would sing that. Right. But here, but I'm okay. sorry. Uh, by the way, no, I don't no, mean no, that no, in the no, racial no, no, fucking no. sense, you goddamn liberal motherfuckers that think that. Go no, ahead. I don't. I'm and Mike, Michael is a Mike is a pretty liberal motherfucker. So no, I, 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 he, he means I, it I'm he the it. opposite of racist. I'm, I, I tell sure my are. guys that like if anybody's I'm not white and I, 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 I tell Pat, my guys that's not racist. So you can believe me. I tell my guys his brother, different story. Yeah, I tell, I tell my guys all the time. I don't care. You, your dad and your brother are the only Trump supporters I like. They uh, just are. But my, I, I like them more than my own cousins. I don't even know what that's about. My dad is the most non-racist dude ever. No, he is. He absolutely is. He is absolutely what? Is. I was totally bullshitting right there. Right. No, but my brother. But he is a Trump supporter. My brother was him. a full-on skinhead. Uh, dude, <laughs> of course my, he was. I fucking he's, love He's you, dude. my brother. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> Yeah, well, his dad and me, me and his dad, which were only nine years apart, were born in the same hospital in the same tiny town in Long Island, Freeport General Hospital. I have never met anybody that was born in the same hospital as me. So that right there, I felt a little uh, connection with Billy Ridge. That's crazy. Um, so back to Mo Bamba. Sus! Um, uh, sorry for people listening with earphones. <laughs> Sus! Back to the Mobamba, and then I really okay, do so want to talk for this, a minute about like what's crazy about that song. Early hip hop is the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the producer, his name is Sixteen Year Old, ironically, and he he had the beat, and Sheck West went in the booth and he made that entire song in the first take. He's got skills, that, obviously. That song no, 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 that no, like but when you hear the song, it's not skilled. Um. Oh, yeah. Okay, but very here's, elementary. It's type. so. But here's the thing: is like. It is really the first time I heard it. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" He's rapping about having so many flows, but it's one flow. But, um, but like after when you see it, when you see what it does to a crowd, like it's so simple, and the lyrics are so simple that everyone can chant to it. So be, it becomes like this chant that everyone does. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to memorize the lyrics. Do you know who P.T. Barnum was? No, he started Barnum and Bailey Circus. And you know what yeah. his famous, most famous quote was? I believe it was either him. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're, I, I've heard this before. No, nobody ever went broke underestimating the taste of the American public. It means that somebody can come out with something like you're talking about, where the whole crowd's chanting and moving, and he may, that may be the only hit he ever has, but we've seen the dumbing down of America on such an unbelievable level at this point. <laughs> That you will get these one hit wonders like this, and people will just be on that train for a minute. And, Dude. and yeah. it's so fleeting because they'll move on to something yeah, else exactly. very quickly. That's like one of my biggest problems with like is like today it's blue face, tomorrow it's some other it's, yeah. red, it's red dick. And like <laughs> Okay, but you should do the edit and have everyone else pack the car. Is 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 Salty still here and Peter? You're a goddamn professional and act like it. Wait, is Peter and Salty still here? Oh, thank you, Sus. I'm gonna pay you extra. You and Andre, you too. Um, you're good. You don't need to do that, Sus. You can do whatever you want. Sorry, I'm just being. We just filmed our. We got a tired crew. Yeah, we just basically filmed a music video for Rich Production <laughs> about hitting a million views. A celebration. I can't wait to see that. Is that gonna be posted tonight? Tomorrow. You guys I are think. hilarious. Um, so, you know, like one, but, I don't have many heroes, Pat. I just don't. I've never been a guy that had heroes, but one of my heroes, Chuck D from public enemy still carries the same message of depth and weight 
which is about social justice. He's not, you know, there's social justice warriors, but this is a guy who's shown up since 1987 doing the same thing about equal rights, about, uh, you know, breaking down barriers, about speaking truth to power. That's the music I grew up with. And this guy's skills, I'm sure you've listened to some Public Enemy albums. Nope, never. I'm going to send you one. Okay. Do you it. have no, to hear dude, it. I'm listening to shit he's sending me. You right have now. to hear Fear of a Black Planet. You have to hear some of this because he was a revolutionary. And is he, definitely oh, is he's a, a black dude? Yeah. Okay. Definitely a visionary. And he had this yeah. side act called Flava Flav. And I these mean, two it's hit public off. enemy. I'm like, it just, you're young though, right? No, no, no. But here's, here's, here's like my problem with hearing you say all this is that it depresses me because I'm like jealous that you guys had like real artists who like, yeah, but look who you're with you get to, and like standed for things right. and like, well, Karis one it's was just really, like, fuck dude, I wish I could grow up with a radio head. Or like, you, you know, know, like there were people who grew up. Yeah. I mean, there were, there's the, a, they have a Supreme club. Is it the um, dopest fucking pad? Is whoa. it one of the most dopest emblems or, 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 or logos for a band ever? I mean, like it's it fucking, makes so much sense. A, I mean, he just said, oh, they did a Supreme collab. That's how he knows this group, which is kind of cool. But it's really cool time, that, that they have. They, Chuck was, my what's age. funny is that I was going to five fucking years. I was going to buy that shirt for Pat because I thought he'd like it. I didn't know what it meant. And I was like, ah, I'd probably think it's corny, but he's no, actually no, no. I would no, I would just buy the original on eBay. Yeah, there you go. But 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 I actually just real quick want to say how excited I was when Wickham asked me to listen to some music. I don't know if I told you about that. Uh uh-uh. I feel like I did in the car or whatever. But like, and I took it really seriously. And I was like with DDA and like I think Jason Evigan. And then I t- talked to Tim about it. I'm like, dude, this is like the best thing ever. Like Oz actually did that too. I don't know if you listen to any of those playlists I gave you, but I love that. Like the smarter you guys send each other playlists so they keep you up on what their sound. Well, is I stay up on that shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, you do that anyway. But like, yeah, Wickham's showing me shit too. But like the fact that he really wanted to know about, so I had an opportunity to send him. Like I, I, I didn't want to overload him. I could have just sent him a bunch of shit. But you I'm kind of overloaded right. me the second time. Like I have so much. I'm still yeah. like going through all. But that. like the the I just sent him three records. Nas. Oh Illmatic. Wow. Groundbreaking. A Tribe Called Quest. It, uh, a low, low end theory. theory. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know what? I feel like he could be over hip hop. I mean, because that's like dope hip hop. Oh, it's, but it's the like production value. So is when, when he it's, sent me like. But hold on, let me finish. It's Roots, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and then I'm like, you know what? For me, it's about OK Computer. Yeah. That's the record that changed my life. Yeah, that's a big and deal. And made me obsessed with, and it's like very new. They did something special on that record because it doesn't sound dated or old. It's timeless yeah. in a very modern way. And Wickham's very interested in like modern sounding shit. Yeah. So it just meant. Is that an album 23 years old? 19, 1997. It's 20 years old, dude. That's like insane. I can't even believe that. Yeah. I was like six, 16, 17. Exactly when that album came but out. the fact that he gravitated the most towards that was like, whoa, like he's genuinely like woke and like. Well, it was like when you sent me Illmatic and Tribe Called Quest, I was like, this fool thinks that I'm in a box of hip hop and he's like trying to like like work around that. Did you really and then think I, that and he then thought was, that about you? Cause I don't think Pat would think that about Well, you. I think, I don't think, I think he did a little bit. No, I just wanted to, 
I just wanted to start it off with hip hop. Yeah, because, he wanted to like warm me up a little bit before oh, okay. into dope shit. Saying. But I was like in my head, I was like, just tell go like let me go straight to the dope shit. And I listened to Nomadic and it was dope and Tribe was dope. But like to be honest, OK Computer blows both of those out of the water. For me personally, like I don't like old hip hop. It's weird. That's like I, yeah. some people it's don't. It's so I get it. weird. Yeah. I just don't like, I mean, I like it and I really appreciate it's like Nas's production. The beats on that album are fucking insane. And he did the same thing again with Nazir, the new album that Kanye West produced. Yeah. Um, but like, I just think compared to OK Computer, those albums pale in comparison. No, See, I can't even compare those. It's yeah. a, you can't. It's a different but thing. But I understand what you're saying, but, but I, I can't compare. Them. No, it's cool, but I... Those things are in two hold different on, stratospheres. It's unbelievable. When this drops, oh, it's unbelievable. It's a fucking mosh pit. Back in the days when yeah. I was a teenager, you don't before I had status and before I had a pager, you can find the abstract. Listening to hip hop, my pops used to say it reminded him of bebop. I said, "Well, daddy, don't you oh, know no, no, that I'm doing cycles? Yeah. Way the Bobby Brown is just amping like Michael. It's all expected. Things are for the they toured with. If you got the money, quest is for the booking. Come on, everybody, let's get with the flowers. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it has. It's got that thing. But Every song was amazing. They didn't have one hit. They had 14 hits mm. at once. But yeah. Nas didn't have one hit. Yeah. He had an album filled with gold. Yeah. But but it's hard yeah. to understand it when you're just exploring it the way you probably explored it by yourself in your car. You're yeah. like, okay, this is cool. But if you see... What it wasn't did. in the culture. Yeah, like Dude, if no, you but like saw what it did and what a show looked like. You went to it. Did you ever go to a tribe show? Unbelievable. Um, didn't they tour? I know that like, dude, they toured with Rage Against the Machine. I think. Yes, yes, they did. Which is crazy. I didn't see that because show. they're both on some like woke political. Yeah, yeah, totally. Equal like equality. They both mm-hmm. have very strong messages. They're on yeah. some low like laid back like dope cool hip hop yeah. shit and Rage Against the Machine is on some like we're fucking standing on the fucking borders with our fucking rifles like yeah, ready to yeah, shoot they're, the they're fucking pretty... president in the head <laughs> with Che Guevara. Yeah. But like they it worked together cuz yeah. it's both like hip hop, but it did work together. I just want to say how happy it made me. To to find to hear that Wickham was like really enjoying Radiohead, but I will say this: if I was you and I liked that Radiohead album as much as you claim to have, yeah, I, I would have went I into did. some other chambers. Oh, you did? I did. Okay, I already did. Yeah, and that that I, album, I actually went into a whole Tom York. Yeah, like I watched this video about how in um, what was the one album they released in two thousand eight? About what was that album? The you team. mean like like the Benz or um... no, no? Hold on, give me a second. So Pat, we ever into oh, yeah, you're in, talking about Rainbows, in Rainbows. In Rainbows. Yeah. So so that album was like, I was watching this video about beat syncopation. Yeah, and how Tom York in videotapes like there's this, there's just like um, there's video of him trying to play the song yeah. on a piano, but he can't because they like in music they usually play the the they use the beats usually on it goes like one two three four, and the beat hits at one. And three usually like ninety percent of songs on the radio, right? And they made the song so the beat hits on in between the one and the two and the three and the four. So it goes it goes against everything your brain has been taught about music. Wow! wow. So this guy okay. like he couldn't play it live and he was like struggling. And um, I've seen the, that these video, like by these, the way these like these like crazy like music theory. And I used to do like music theory. Yeah. 
Wow. It's it sounds normal, but it's not. But when the beat comes in, um, there's a whole video on it about how so like this is deep art. It sounds like rushed. sounds reversed right so it's like it's actually i think the reason it was hard is because they didn't know when to come in on the yeah yeah because the beat's different there's no beat yeah but the (laughs) only way to make it is by listening to a beat and playing it to that metronome wow but they made it it's just so well, that, that it's so like, high level. It's very high level. I was just so say. That, high level. That, that, like this, these, this guy is not like they're not interested in regular songs, right? They're interested in pushing the envelope. He said yes. that's the favorite song, his most favorite song they've ever made. Is in, in, they push the envelope in. I gotta every, listen to that on the ride home. Yeah, and but it's you gotta then, watch the video about the making of it. Okay. And how weird. Send me, seriously, text me that. There's like this Asian dude who's just like losing. He's like, his whole life is music theory. And he's like, he's losing his mind over this song. And like his enthusiasm and like why it's so genius, like really makes you like into it and everything. But also like I could appreciate it too. Cause I used to be a lot into like classical piano. Cause I used to play in like piano recitals when I was like fucking five to like 11. So I, I took like theory tests. I took like. Like hearing, te- like hearing the notes, like they'd play chords and you have to say which one it is. And it's like, pretty amazing, huh? And, and I play went, piano for, God. I went, I went through like this giant period of my life from there. And then high school I was in like bands and we were into like math rock where they weren't doing four over four beats. They were doing five over four beats where it was like one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four. And then like some super high level shit. And then I got like sober and I got into rap for some reason. But I think it's because I was you're smoking. Getting, you're, it sounds like you're making your way back. Yeah, like I kind of miss like to your origins. Yeah, and like I don't know why I started. I think it, honestly think it was just weed, and like being in that culture. Like, dude, stoners are fucking dope. Like they, yeah. their music is amazing, and yeah. it really like opened my mind to like so much more. And then I like got sober, and I just like wanted to turn up. Yeah, but I'm like over it. I'm done. Like I'm trying I to mean, go back. That's to me when the whole Seattle scene broke in. 89 or 90 by the way there's a great documentary called hype and it's the rise of the seattle scene it's available on youtube like that to me was pure opiate music (laughs) that was pure heroin that slow grooving melvin's fucking temple of the dog like you know what i'm talking yeah and then and then even like Soundgarden and pearl jam yeah um the the out screaming trees yeah the, the song um that's a great song. Yeah, uh, he's like actually talking about being high in that song. I think he sure and, is. Um, but I understand what you're saying because that's what that music is, man. It's like there's something it lends itself to like checking out mm-hmm. with pot or checking out with heroin. And there's music that does the same thing. <laughs> People check out. Like on I just want to get on a spaceship and just get the fuck out of here for like an album. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. when I listen it's to dark, putting it, when I listen to dark side of the moon, I mean, that's how Joe Rogan describes DMT, right? You're tying yourself to a rocket ship and then you're freaking out. You're freaking out. You're freaking out. And then you finally hit orbit and you're like, whoa, 
Yeah, it's, that's you know? a really good analogy. Yeah, so like... Because I did that when I was 12 years old. It was Dark Side of the Moon. Wait, what? And it wait. was... No, I ate mushrooms and listened to what? Dark Side 12. of the Moon. And then later on, I did it again, much years later. And if you time Dark Side of the Moon with The Wizard of Oz, it's one of the most amazing <laughs> experiences. Yeah. Pat, have you ever done that? <laughs> oh, Pink Floyd and Wizard of Oz? Yeah, I did that. We did that, and we also did DJ Shadow with um, Akira. Oh, I know. Whoa, that. But that DJ sounds Shadow, fucking amazing. So next DJ level. Shadow, that's some other shit too, right there, man. Yeah, those were great years for music. Um, Death in Vegas, Cocteau Twins. I don't know if you know these bands, but all those years, those years, and the same thing with um, OK Computer, all that. There was really good experimental music that let me know when you're done with this. I'll send you some stuff. That I was, mean, even yeah. like even that was even the, the, the time when like you had dilated peoples and Jurassic five. Yeah. I would go down. That's when I got into DJing. Yeah. Um, you know, do, the, the, do, you, do you think there's like big art, like artists like you guys are talking about now that are in kind of like the indie rock scene? Because I've tried to find it in that world, too. Like you mean like MGMT? Yeah, MGMT is dope, and I think Tame Impala is really dope. Yeah, yeah, like but, Father John but Misty. Then, but I don't feel like they're on that like OK Computer level. I mean, um, I think Tame Impala is for sure, but like, I mean, Tame Impala. Like, who else, no, no, who no, else no, do you right. have? Like fucking Mac DeMarco. No, like, no, 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 no. Tame Impala. No, no, no. There's no ra- Radiohead. No, I, I don't think. <laughs> You mean high level? So it's not just rap. Elemental. It's, just, no. it's not just rap. Yeah. I, I, I tried to find it. Well, it's kind of like what's happening in with cinema. You know, when you had these, you know, Oliver Stone and, and the Coen brothers and Scorsese. And, right. I mean, it's just like when you have so much art and it's all oversaturated and it's right now, quick, 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 quick. It's uh, things are changing and there's a lot of awesome stuff, but it's harder to spend more time and money on one thing nowadays. Yeah. You know, and that's what they did. I mean, you know, Steely Dan didn't make a record for 20 years and then they came out with two against nature and they won album of the year. And by the way, okay. Computer won record of the year. Mm-hmm. They sure won did. a fucking Grammy for that. Yeah. Did, didn't they release a new album? Yeah, they just well, they just have a new single. Is it good? That just came out. It's fucking amazing. Oh, I haven't heard it. And their new album, Pool of Moon, uh, Pool of Moons, is fucking out of this fucking world. I mean, it's not new. It's their latest album. But no, I can't think of a group. Yeah, and then I, uh, I well, think Radiohead was I, the last. There was a. I forgot to mention. Like when I was going through this Tom York obsession, there was a, there was a video of him scoring Blue Planet with Hans Zimmer. And they they re <laughs> like, I'm like wow. dude and they reworked this old Radiohead song um to make it this like watery ocean orchestral like and they're playing it with like these whales in 4K and I'm just like wow. dude this is like two musical geniuses coming together I mean, listen to this yeah this is high level classy shit yeah. This yeah. is um, this ain't no Shecky Green. <laughs> Shecky Green. Shecky Green was an old like vaudeville comic. It's a real person. This is the uh, a song called Present Tense. On Shecky their, Green's actually a good rap name when you think about it. Uh, on a moon shaped pool. 
which came out in, in 2016. But this song, it's, it's literally could be my favorite Radiohead song. Wow. Just trip real quick. Yeah. The layers of their music is ridiculous. I think you're going in a good direction, son. <laughs> no, yeah. seriously, I think you should delve deep into this stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I think also, like... Pat, what fact- about Portishead? That was oh, no bullshit. yeah, they were dope. Portishead was amazing, man. It was kind yeah, it's, it's For its time, hard I mean, to you explain. think of the early 90s. They had a female singer, and they would do, like, so good. They had, like, ten guys on stage playing, like, weird instruments. And yeah. It was, like, hip-hop, but, like... And the DJ was doing crazy shit, loopy, like playing loops. Portishead's live amazing. And, like, Very groundbreaking. Uh, Mazzy Star. Those were good times. For yeah. very different music that was happening, I feel I feel like like a couple artists I know like come very close to like almost getting there. Like who? Uh, Travis Scott and Kanye West and Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar, I agree with you. Frank Travis Ocean. Scott, I haven't heard enough of. Travis Scott, Frank Ocean's a badass. Frank Ocean for a of lot course. of reasons. I can't believe I for forgot. A lot yeah. of well, reasons. that's the only. I don't understand Frank Ocean's music. And I'm I'm really actually I've been excited to dive more into that so I can understand it. But I will say that when I listen to it, there's something else happening. There's a more of a depth. I mean, Travis is dope, but it's really hip hop. No, I mean you haven't you can't say that because you haven't listened to the album that I told you to listen to, which is Rodeo. Huh. From beginning to end, I really this was like before he got this like, Travis Scott album. Yeah, yeah okay. It's, it's really it's really experimental. Oz knows. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's what it's your favorite. Got so much stuff to listen to on the ride home of his rodeo. It's it's one of my favorite albums of all time. No, I know that. Like I remember when Aaron was showing me that shit in his car, and it was like he's singing a lot, and it's like, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like, I mean, it's really new. It's really new wave. I mean, you can't just. It's a lot of auto tune. I mean, you can't even, just you can't just turn on the track and be like, oh, it's auto tune. It's not art. No, like, but even opening up the window, uh, out the antidote. Yeah, even that song is like kind of high level. Yeah, and it's not that's off that album. It right? really sucks that he kind of, I mean, Oz agrees with me. He can't hear is that Astro World kind of became this mainstream kind of pop thing, and he was like, he he went towards the money and the fame and marrying a, a Kardashian, <laughs> and then like staying in that like rodeo like fucking. Well, that's actually shit. a really dope album name for like a hip hop artist, dude, and. And the cover is 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 like him as a WWE action figure, but it's like him with like yeah. the dreads. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Um, but I feel like I'm open to it. I'll listen to it. But I feel like Kanye, Kanye is like. I mean, I know he's like done some crazy shit with Trump and everything, but I he don't really, care. I'm so he, over it. He really. Yeah. I feel like in his earlier music, like 808s oh, unbel- and Heartbreaks. Yeah, that album, on. that album single handedly created this generation of rap music yeah. by like, I mean, little Do you Uzi, think that did or little college Uzi, dropout, little Uzi that did little Uzi, Travis Scott, juice world. All these artists have come out and said the first album that really spoke to me was eight always and heartbreaks. And like you, wow. when you hear it, you could hear the similarity. What year was that? 2008. Wow. And, and it's, it's just crazy. 10 years later. 
yeah, 10 but, years after college what, dropout. And you know what I love about Kanye too, is that like when the album came out critically and publicly, yes. people were like, what the fuck is this? That's, this isn't rap. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? I'm just going to be true to myself. But he like, but then it affected this entire generation. And like, he just believed in himself so much and he stuck to his guns and now he's a genius. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like stuff like that really inspires me. I know he's egotistical, but one of the things yeah, that care. one of the things about artists being, are crazy. And if you respect their art, it's hard to get deep into their personal. Shit. But when you're like, when anymore. you're like a kid and like, you're like in high school and you can't fucking talk to girls and you can't talk to people, seeing someone that believes in themselves so much, yeah, almost to a man. fault is actually really inspiring. Yeah. That's what heroes. That's about, Hey, I can come out of myself. Look at this dude. He's all about his shit and he's grounded yeah. in what he believes. Yeah, man. I agree with that. I agree with that. And that guy, I got to tell you, though, college dropout blew me away when I first heard yes. that shit. Really yeah. did. And by the way, there was a lot of good messages in there. There was a lot of a, a strong social message on some levels. Like, I feel like Kanye fell away from that a little bit. I might be wrong, but I feel like that he, he didn't. He doesn't have the social and cultural and a lot of hip hop people that are on his level say that and they're not trying to diss him. They're trying to raise him up a little bit to be a little more aware. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so I don't think it's about dissing or anything, but at the same time, like, again, we always go back to this, like, what do you really stand for? What's really going on here? You know, am I being, a? am I being like pro something because everybody else is anti something? Am I just trying to go against the grain to be, you know what I mean? Is this, does any of this making sense? You mean like you personally or not me? I'm sorry. When I'm, when I think about other people, like, well, fuck it. I'm going this direction because I want to be, Oh, you're saying by him supporting Trump. Yeah. I think there's something there. Well, yeah. I, I think for sure. That's, some I don't punk. think in his heart of hearts, he's that guy. Well, he's not, he mean, he said he's not, I mean, I think the yeah, whole, I think he's the a whole loving chill dude. No, no, he's no, no, not. No. The whole Trump thing is, is super dope of him because I think we're going to look back on this time politically and socially and realize how fucking divided we were. That's and how, the thing. how wrong we are to like villainize the other side as much as we do. Oh, I agree. And, and like, and don't by, get me wrong. I'm not a fucking Trump supporter. I know you're not. Uh, but like, but like, you know what? Like, you know, saying fuck you, fuck you. I hate you. Doesn't that's work. That's right. No, no, it doesn't. And also by him doing that, that's actually probably one of the most like punk rock things he could do. hundred percent. And it's so unexpected, but it's also him trying to like shake it up a little bit. Like, wait a second. I can, this is our president. Yeah. I can get next to this guy and try to like, and you know what? And try to use love as a weapon. He almost. actually, you know what no one talks about is he actually did change the law by meeting Trump. He changed the, uh, the streaming, some artist act where like yes, artists get did. paid more I through saw, streaming. Yeah. No one wants to talk about that. No, this fool was so that. smart yeah. that he got his way to get more money for every single artist from the yeah, president. That's very inspirational in itself. I mean, and, put it this way. If I had someone who was my enemy, who was controlling everything, <laughs> I, I would think, okay, how am I going to get through to this person? Is it by, you know... Is it going to be by art, like by disagreeing and arguing with them, or is it going to be by me trying to befriend that person and maybe maybe understand rather than try to be understood? That's a really good point. Maybe even like I don't want to say manipulate, but influence. But that's the whole Sun Tzu art of war idea: is like keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. But it's and like, I, yeah, it's not even it's not even necessarily that we have enemies. I don't even like to look at it that way. It's like just people that are. 
asleep or different or yeah. that need to be taught or, 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 I mean, dude, I've been watching a lot of Steven Crowder. Oh, this guy goes on to college. I fucking hate that guy. Dude, he goes on to college campuses. Oh, yeah, I know it's changed my mind. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. worst. Okay, yeah. well, I disagree. I think he's an incredible person because he's creating <laughs> for that guy. But it's that all right. Doesn't but matter he's what creating I care for. dialogue. No, but he's not. He's I think like he is. the re- like I was obsessed. I liked him for a while until I started really watching his interviews. Where like <clears throat> he'll go on a college campus and write like there are only two genders. Change my mind, right? I'm like, okay, let's see if these kids who like devote their whole life to defending this thing can like can like stay on the level with this guy, right? And usually the kids like just don't know what they're talking about and they're just doing it to be cool. And he just destroys them logically. Right. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I saw two kids that really knew their shit and he like couldn't handle it. He like, he was like, uh, he like took the mic from them and like got really I emotional and angry from that one. Everyone in the comments was like, dude, like I love Steven Crowder, but like, dude, you, that kid, he, he that kid outwitted you. That. Wow. And you didn't expect a kid to be really smart about this topic. What was it? And he like had this ego. It was about uh, socialism versus capitalism. And this kid was just lame, this like nerdy little kid. And he was, he was making him look like an idiot. And then on the Joe Rogan podcast, he like, he got an argument with Joe and like Joe actually like fucking like railed him a little too oh, hard hey. and Joe had to apologize. Like this guy isn't like, I really liked what he was trying to do, which was like, you know what? Change your mind. It up. Make yeah, some, yeah, yeah. make an argument against me. Like That's let's fine. have a logical discussion, which right. is fucking sick. Right? right. But then he like, you, you realize that, you know what? He's actually not about that. He like wants well, to seem smart. W- right. Was that the, uh, the Joe Rogan podcast where he was talking about weed? <laughs> yeah that that's the guy but actually in that art argument joe kind of takes the l because steve was like actually being really logical and joe like for some reason when he talks about weed he gets like super emotional he's uh-huh. like, no, no no and then jamie oh, yeah, like quiet weed, quiet man. jamie like comes out from the back he's like, you know no, no weed fucking helps people bro and they get like really weird and like culty it's so <laughs> weird dude so yeah, uh, and steve kind of called him out on that because what, what steven crowder said was like he was like no no we doesn't like hurt people but let's not pretend like it's the fucking the grace of the planet Thank and you. that it's like gonna like cure cancer and change right. the fucking world right let's I be agree. real here like yeah. keep it legal but don't act like it's fucking no, holy it's the water. wonder drug yeah right, and right, then right, joe's right, like right. oh no and like, he yeah was, he's well he really does defend it People that smoke pot or drink every day are going to defend their lick, their pot yeah, and their weird. alcohol, and it's okay. I'm just not that guy. I can't do that. Yeah. And as far as what you said, you're right. I don't have any enemies, but there's definitely people. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. You want to have as much. Like I used to listen to Rush Limbaugh a lot because I wanted to really know what the right was up to, but they're not. I didn't feel like they were my friends. But I want to know, I want to be armed with facts about mm. what the right is mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. I want to be totally. armed with facts what the left is doing. I'm not happy with the, with the Democrats either. Yeah. So I've been able to be more in this place of neutrality, as they say in the big book. Right? Yeah, you don't want to be in an echo chamber. You don't want to be in an echo chamber, but maybe you can be a moderate and look at both sides. Yeah. And be like, like you said, like that kind of hatred coming from both sides, that vitriol, it's not called, it's, mm-hmm. it's not creating any solution it's really a negative situation yeah and have you seen vice no i haven't dude, seen it yet. it's so fucking good dude but i know that whole, i couldn't believe what i was watching i know that story through they like showed Noam a Chomsky. they showed a clip of of fucking ronald reagan going like we're gonna make america great again and i was like this happened same thing and like that 
And Let that, me tell you something. That and the, that movie um, on the basis of sex, that which I haven't seen it was it was um, I forgot her name, but it was about the Supreme Court justice that's still there. Oh, Ruth Bader the, Ginsburg, yeah, Ruth, RBG, Ruth Ginsburg, notorious dude, RBG. And she changed. She changed like. Single handed like forty seven gender like sexist laws. I saw the documentary, dude. Oh, dude she's amazing, and man. and I watched that. And they go. There's a lot of historical political shit, right? And I'm like realizing, I'm like, oh my god, this is exactly what it's like now. Yeah, we think Trump is a special thing. He's <coughs> no, just, it's he's not. just another fucking Republican. He's just, he's like louder than most, but like he's just another Republican. But I have to and tell he's you, doing this. the same shit every Republican president does, and people are reacting the exact same way. Pretty much, we're in this like weird loop. But right? Republicans have gotten progressively worse since Reagan, and any Republican died so? in the world. Republican will think? tell you that. Will yeah, definitely you have tell you, you that. Say? Oh, okay, cool. You were just Dave. looking at because Oz is pretty smart. We once had a conversation about gender because Ben Shapiro was talking oh, about Ben Shapiro is fucking dumb. Yeah, he was talking about how he is until he gets all involved. And you remember, in like, I think it was Justin and <laughs> Sam were in the room, and they were talking. Justin and Sam were talking about like um, how like you can have the right to be like not a man or a woman. And you remember that conversation? You don't. I was like, damn, this fool Oz like knows what's up. I watched him. We were, I showed a video about that guy talking about like how like you can't just decide to be a giraffe. You can't just say I'm identifying as a giraffe. Right. Like you can't just say, oh, it's, you can't just say I'm, if I'm a man, I can't just say I'm a woman. Right. And then expect that to be like a fact. Right. And then um, he was just making that argument like you can dress like a woman, you can be you can be called a woman, but like your biology, you've now changed your gender. Right. But it's you still were born as with those parts. Right. So you don't remember that at all. There's parts of Ben Shapiro I like, but the one thing I really dislike is how involved he is with women's reproduction rights, which when any man is like that, I'm like, you know what? Why don't you let the woman make the choice and stop getting all involved in what's going on? I love him because he's just like this nerdy little fucking Jewish kid and he's just like, we just laying out facts. No, no, no. He's a badass and he went to Harvard. No, he's a sharp fucking dude. He's so dope. And there's things I like with just like with Jordan Peterson. There's things I like and there's things I don't like. And you know what? That's fine. Because I would rather look at somebody diplomatically like that and be able to kind of cherry pick like, oh, cool. I agree with him on that. I don't agree with him on that. Ben Shapiro rips apart the right and the left equally. He makes all kinds of fun of Trump and everything. So he's not super heavy handed on the right either. Yeah. And I think that um, he's just a smart. Dude. I think oh, it's really it's smart, really important dude. for me to like all, like when when there's like a when I have like a belief that I that I take the arguments from both sides, right? So like during the trans thing. That's great. Like I was freshman year in college, I was in an argument with my girlfriend at the time of like about the whole trans and she was all about it. Like she was watching videos of like a thirteen year old boy who was like getting these like uh these like liquid shot up in him that yeah. would that would hinder his puberty so he could become a girl and it's all just like, dude, what the fuck? But like my initial reaction shouldn't be like the belief I have forever because I was reading about um, studies they've done on people like a man who thinks that they're a woman. And um, when they studied their brain matter, there's a, there's a part, there's like a type of brain matter called gray matter. And that person's gray matter in their brain heavily resembled the gray matter of a woman rather than a man. Wow. So at that moment, just for like a second, I was like, 
oh my god like what if they actually are a woman in a man's body and i'm just a fucking asshole wow and then i'm, I'm not saying it's true i'm not saying it's not true but, but i I'm like saying the fact like, that you're that open-minded about that it. i'm saying in that window of like i might be wrong yeah and that possibility i realized you know what i'm not gonna be a dick about it anymore because there's a chance that there's a fucking chick in a dude's body and that sounds fucking miserable dude yeah and well, i don't want to be like i don't want to i want to like support them yeah you know what no, i mean yeah, like, like they're, they're just trying to be fucking people I mean, she's hanging out with two dudes right now. I'm really close with one of them. They're gay dudes. And I mean, uh, they're awesome. Like they're, they're genuinely attracted to other men. And one of them is like super feminine. That's not, are they married or they're together? Or they're just friends? He actually is married to a different dude. Oh, okay. And they actually got a third dude. And they were having a try, try a th- three rela- a relationship where they were all like together. Uh-huh. And he just recently broke up with the two, and now he's here with this new guy. But like that whole like <laughs> yes. the whole gay like culture is like very. They're like that. Like yeah. they're like very experimental. I'm like, lucky. Open. I grew up around that. I but, went but, to Hollywood High School in the early '80s, and but, I was exposed to stuff. Same thing with transsexuals. Like where it doesn't. I don't think about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like people have to think about it now and I don't think about it. What what I'm trying to say though is that like, Oh my God. What? We're on genius. Rap genius. Andre just showed me his phone. Is that a big one? Dude, rap genius? Are you kidding me? It's fucking huge. The point I'm trying to make is that, the point that I'm trying to make is that like, at a young age, for whatever reason, I don't really care. There are a lot of men who are like super, like they're embracing super feminine naturally. They're right. feminine. They oh, are. Are you saying this as like a counterpoint to the gray matter thing? No, I'm saying that I agree. Oh, okay. okay. I'm saying that for whatever reason, their brain chemistry is drawn to more feminine tendencies on on super. There are different d- degrees of it. Yeah, I've seen different degrees of it. It's totally okay. Like these dudes are super creative and they're super talented. And I, I'm some of my favorite artists ever. Elton John, Freddie Mercury. Oh my God. Literally. I believe that the most talented people of all time are gay, gay, gay men because they have that drive that men have, but then they also have that sensitivity and that, um, that woman's touch to mm. things, right? And I think that that's incredible. And yeah. like, also, women can be drawn to more male tendencies on different degrees, Absolutely. and it's totally okay. And I actually, am, as I'm explaining this right now, I'm realizing that like, there is kind of like a sliding scale. And if you're in the middle and you don't want to identify as either, like, I kind of understand that, but like. Maybe that's society that that's making people that way. Maybe it's a natural thing, but like there are two genders. Yeah. That's just what it is. That's what it's always been. And the reason that these people are trying to change it is because they're experiencing this sexual frustration or social frustration, Could be. anger and resentment. Well, that's the point that Jordan Peterson is trying to make because, and they're trying to shake up the system because they're angry and resentful and they want laws to be changed and they want people to be upset and they're going, they're going through life with this kind of hostility because they don't fit in and they can't figure out a way to fit in. So that creates so much tension and anger in their life. And they're like kind of, but you know, yeah, I've talked I mean, with them about uh, it and, and they're like, 
like you know they, we shouldn't be like forcing people to identify like um address people as Zer with and, pronouns and, and all yeah, these yeah, weird yeah. like yeah, i know a like lot of many... people in the lgbt community feel the same way they're like this is a little out of control. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, you know, and you're right. Once again, if I'm they... meeting with hostility, what is what's the backlash of that? It's like yeah. again, it's about meeting with love, whatever. But that I, I personally like. haven't experienced any of that. I don't see that happening. I like, haven't experienced any like either. Like I said, I grew, like, where is that? I where grew up are, in Hollywood, and I don't never. Like I said, it was never a thing. Where where are these places where people? Are I don't like, know. I, I want to be a zerd. I'm beginning to wonder. If I don't uh, even exist. I've ever. actually met one at my college campus. Surprise, surprise. Wow. And you know, I had a really interesting interaction with her. Was um, so I showed. So she has like cigarette blue. is killing me, man. Wow, it really is. Sorry, dude. This fool is limping. He... Oh my god, I'm like I'm Pat s- sprained his ankle. I haven't had breathed secondhand smoke like this for a long time, and it's really fucking with me. Whoa! Oh, it's be... from the second. I thought you smoked a cigarette. No, I don't smoke, man. And my lungs are kind of compromised because I smoked so much fucking crack over the years. <laughs> I shit you not. <laughs> So I'm very sensitive to like nicotine and smoke and heavy amounts of vape. This dude, this dude's oh, like, I'm this. What? I swear to God, I broke. I, I think I broke my, my something in my foot, and I'm gonna end up with a cast. Like shit. Can you? Oh my! You should really God. go to maybe urgent care or something. This is insane. <laughs> so, oh Mike God, just casually. So you should really happen. go to urgent care or something. Yeah, Pat. You should he's really wearing a, a cast in that in that one video. That's hilarious. I'm sorry, dude. Oh, we got to wrap it up a little. I have to wrap it up. You guys can continue. No, we're on. good. This was great. You guys can yeah, continue yeah, yeah. on. It's um, good podcast. But thanks for having me. This was yeah. great. Really good stuff. I mean, we touched on so many things, and it, this, I really wanted to talk about this social, cultural stuff that's happening and the extreme right and left. There's some liberalism that's so extreme right now, and we just talked about it. Yeah. That that whole LGBT like that level. Of hostility, I agree with you. It's not going to make a change. It's going to make people even more homophobic, more anti-trans. The more you force people to immediately use these pronouns, as they say, I just don't. I don't think that's bringing positive change. That's all. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, women are still fighting for equality. Blacks are still fighting for equality. Jesus, Mexicans have been targeted more than anybody in the last couple of years. And like, we're still down to the, like, there's still certain issues that have been put under a microscope that somehow outweigh those things that have been an ongoing problem for a long time. I mean, we've only had one black dude as a president. Yeah. It's like nothing. We, we, even had, we haven't even had a Jewish president. Yeah. Really? I'm waiting. There's never been a Jewish I'm president. waiting for a Sri Lankan president. Then I know we've made it. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I'm down, dude. I'm down with anybody at this point. Yeah. Man. I actually no, I'm not. That's why I vote. <laughs> what am I saying? I gotta go home. I'm tired. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Plug your podcast real quick. Plug it. Oh, me and uh, Chelsea, Chelsea, me, me and Marcus. It's pretty good. It's funny. It's definitely a little lighter than this, but that's all right. We have a good time. It's me and a millennial breaking shit down. 
She gets schooled most of the time, but it's okay. <laughs> she's actually really sharp. She's a grinder. She's a hustler. She's a great actress. She was in Dog Eat Dog with Willem Dafoe. Whoa. Yeah, she's high level, dude. Paul, um, Paul Schrader wrote that. He's the dude who wrote Taxi Driver. She worked with Willem Dafoe, dude. In, and that Nicholas, was her first. I mean, Nicholas Cage. Fuck William Dafoe. We should have yeah. a. We should have no. a. Willem no, Dafoe. no, no. I fuck with William Defoe, but you Nick Cage is pretty my high level dude. too. No, but look at William Defoe's <laughs> early shit, dude. Oh no, I fuck platoon? with platoon. We should Did have you a see platoon. We should have a two v two millennial non millennial. We should podcast, bring her out. Like we should have the quad. That'd be great. That'd be so dope. That'd be hilarious. So yeah, I, there's that, and um, yeah, we got some. And, we and, have a project going on. Hopefully that. It's going to start happening again. Yeah, I really want to get back into it. Me and Pat are doing something that touches on what we were talking about in the beginning of this podcast, the opiate epidemic. Learning to lose. I I was actually talking to Mike about this earlier the other day about how, like, we just really haven't figured out the team and how how to um, create that environment where we can get – because Mike can get into that place where where we need him to get into and i can too because we're not really professional actors right but we still are making our way and making magic yeah and there there has been a lot of magic that we've created and it's like i feel like when we get certain people that aren't really understanding the vision yeah involved they're like i don't know it's it's hard it's hard to make we may have to go back to the drawing board as far as like looking at some of the early stuff we did and get back into the mindset of how we vibed with yeah because it was improv but it also worked really well yeah some of it did and if it means following 10 pages of at a time of that arc to do that yeah where we're improving back and forth and catching stuff it might be a little more time consuming but i i really i really think that will work you know what i mean We'll figure it out. All Thanks right. for listening, guys. Hashtag. Oh, wait. Hashtag Shrek Wes. <laughs> hashtag Shrek Wes. And, or Shrek um, Less, as Billy Richards. Well, no, I mean, Shecky really. Green. Thank you, Shrek. I love you. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Sorry, it's really no, no skin off of anybody's teeth. No, no hard feelings. Yeah. All right. Thanks for coming on, Mike. <laughs> thank you.